Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Maybe today you are in the thick of a battle and you just don't know how you can keep going. I don't know if your battle is cancer or COVID, money or marital issues, sickness or sadness, but I know that God longs to give you the help you need in the battle. He is with you. Humbly seek Him. Lay your heart bare before Him and let Him know that you need His strength, His power, and His help. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel and this episode is the first in a brand new series called Why Pray? The backstory of this series is too long to share because the truth is I've prayed prayers that have been answered beyond my wildest dreams and I've prayed prayers to God for years that were answered in ways that I didn't care for, frankly. And in the last five years of my prayer life, I'll be honest, one week God has given the answer of a firm no, but then lately I've experienced some crazy beyond my asking answers to prayer. Things that happen that I couldn't dream up. The Lord has always worked in my life, but lately I've been privy to see incredible, unimaginable answers to prayer. And I have to ask myself, why is this? Why is it that what I ask God to do isn't always done, but sometimes his answers go far beyond my own? And then there's the question of when. Why is it that sometimes God delivers immediate answers to prayer and sometimes he leaves me waiting? And not even for days or months, but for years. When my husband and I first got married in 2000, I began praying that the Lord would move him away from night shift work. It was very hard on our little family, and I asked God to give him a job that he could work during the day. I asked the Lord for this faithfully, but it took 10 years before that prayer request was answered. So the questions of prayer are many. How, when, where, how often, why, or why not? Recently, I received an email with the question, why should I even pray? And this reader was basically saying, God's not listening. Why should I even waste my breath? One day last month, I was reading along in the Trusting God in the Dark Bible Reading Plan. Along with the rest of our community, it was our monthly Bible reading challenge, and the passage for the day was 1 Chronicles 5, 18-22. Mind you, the focus topic for the month was about trusting God, so my wavelengths were tuned into that topic and not to prayer. I started my Bible reading time, as I typically do, asking God to open my eyes to the scripture and what he would have for me today. I then read the passage, and as I read, I started feeling fireworks go off in my spirit. I grabbed a pen and started underlining words and phrases. The passage arrested me, and I sat there soaking in what I believe the Holy Spirit had to say to me during my Bible reading time that morning. I was so excited that I texted the passage to my husband, sort of anticipating a certain response, like, wow, that's so good, or yes, amen. But he texted me back, and it was one symbol, a question mark. I know him, and essentially he was saying, why are you sending me this passage and what do I need to know about it? So between the reader question of why should I even pray and my husband sending me a question mark right back in response to the text I sent to him, 
I realized that God was using this passage to speak to me personally and to prepare a message for you to listen to today. His spirit had whispered to my heart, camp here a while. So I did. Let's read the passage together. First Chronicles five eighteen through 22. The Reubenites, the Gadites, the half-tribe of Manasseh had 44,760 men ready for military service, able-bodied men who could handle shield and sword, who could use a bow, and who were trained for battle. They waged war against the Hagrites, Jeter, Naphish, and Nodab. They were helped in fighting them, and God delivered the Hagrites and their allies into their hands. Because they cried out to him during the battle, he answered their prayers because they trusted in him. They seized the livestock of the Hagrites, 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep, and 2,000 donkeys. They also took 100,000 people captive, and many others fell slain because the battle was God's, and they occupied the land until the exile. Paint the picture in your mind. Warriors of men who had slung swords at trees and shot arrows at hay bales stood on the brink of their land, this land, to test their skills. But the battle was too much. Circumstances were bigger than they were. The enemy outnumbered them. They knew that although they had done everything they could to prepare for this moment, they needed God to do for them what they could not do for themselves. And so they cried out to God. It brings us to the question of how should you pray? In their case, the crying out revealed their humility. Desperate moments humble us, don't they? Be honest, most of us don't like to ask for help. My oldest daughter used to say to her father, I want to do it all by themselves, Daddy. Isn't that true for us? We want to do it by ourselves, and when we can't, when we're in over our heads, then that is so often when we humble ourselves before the Lord and say, God, it's bigger than me. I need you, Lord. I need you. The question of how you should pray is answered very simply in this passage. Pray with humility. God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble is what 1 Peter 5 5 says. God is longing for a heart that's leaning wholly on his power and strength. In this example in scripture, the men knew they could not do it without the Lord. They were able-bodied, sure. They possessed both offensive and defensive weapons, shields, swords, and bows. They had been trained for battle. Maybe today you're in the thick of a battle, and you just don't know how you can keep going. I don't know if your battle is cancer or COVID, money or marital issues, sickness or sadness, but I know that God longs to give you the help you need in the battle. He is with you. Humbly seek him. Lay your heart bare before him and let him know that you need his strength, his power, and his help. That brings us to the question of when should you pray? Verse 20 of 1 Chronicles 5 says, God delivered because they cried out to him. But not only did they cry out to him, they cried out to him during the battle. They didn't wait until they'd lost the battle to cry out for help. They didn't say, well, I'm too busy slinging the sword right now to pray. Or how am I supposed to pray when this guy's chasing me with the pickaxe? No, they were in the heat of the war and they cried out to God for help. 
lesson I believe the Lord was prompting me to remember from this passage is that in the moment, that's when I need to pray. When the car breaks down, when the job's not going well, when little Susie's in the middle of a temper tantrum, during the battle, when I'm washing dishes, when I'm driving to my next destination, when that wayward child is struggling, when the heart attack strikes, Paul said it this way to the Thessalonian church, pray without ceasing. The New Living Translation says never stop praying. Now, I don't think Paul was saying to never stop talking to God. He was saying never exist in a state where you feel interrupted by talking with God. He was saying keep the communication line open. Let your spirit remain in a state of openness no matter what is swirling around you. That brings us to our third question. Why should you pray? Maybe today you're thinking, well, that's a dumb question. Everyone knows you pray to get answers. God is so gracious. He does give us answers. He provides and protects. He offers mercy and grace. He brings healing. But the emphasis on praying to God isn't praying for something. It is praying to someone. The passage we read today says, He answered their prayers because they trusted in Him. In my book, One More Step, I said it this way, God wants to give us so much more than an answer to our prayers. He wants to give us Himself. He is the answer. He longs for us to trust Him fully as our Creator and Savior. So why should I talk to God? Because my communication with God is a revelation of my trust in Him. I'm not talking to Him because I have needs. I'm talking to Him because I know He can provide for my needs. I'm not sharing my heartache with the Lord because He doesn't know about it. I'm sharing it because I know He is the answer to the heartache. He has the power to soothe the weary soul and provide pain relief to the deepest of hurts. He helps. He delivers. The battle belongs to Him. Our job is to yield to His plan and trust that our Heavenly Father only ever wants what is best for His children. I think one of the saddest things is for God to move on someone's behalf and for them not to see Him at work. A life of prayer will drive you closer to the heart of God so that you can easily see the hand of God. And that, my friends, is today's thread of hope. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. This week on my desk, I have the Praying the Promises Bible Reading Plan and Journal, which we are walking through right now in our community. You know, when we remind God of His Word, He's pleased for two reasons. He's pleased that we have taken His Word to heart and we remember it. And He's pleased to receive the glory in fulfilling his promises. Be sure to get your Praying the Promises digital download to print it at home or mark up on your device at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. A big thank you for your incredible support of our prayer cards. We have received over 1,000 orders. This week on my desk is the 31 days of prayers for the heart that will meet you in your hardest moments to clear your head and calm your heart. This week in the shop, we're filling Easter basket orders with free shipping for orders over $30. Use the code SHIPPING30. 
You can find all of this at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. And as always, there are tons of free resources at rachelwojo.com, including prayer journals, Bible reading plans, and more. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.